the Oklahoma Sooners picked up their first commitment of a cycle. Which one? We'll talk about that tonight. You are Locked On Sooners, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma Sooners. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Sooner Nation? Welcome to a special edition episode of the Lockdown Sooners Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. My name is John Williams. You can follow me on Twitter at John9Williams. He's Josh Helmer. You can follow him on Twitter at Josh on Ref. And Josh, in the, the waning hours or minutes, really, of Monday night, Kevin Sperry, the 2025 quarterback prospect, now come becomes a commit as he announced on Twitter that he's committing to the Oklahoma Sooners. Wild. We we sort of kicked around the idea that maybe just based on crystal ball here, crystal ball there, uh, rivals future cast over there, it, it felt like momentum was building. When you see that many recruiting experts making predictions, and it starts with Parker Thune, and it goes on and on and on to all of the different recruiting experts. When there's that avalanche of momentum, John, it feels like when it's congested that much within, you know, a day or a couple of days that somebody knows something that a commitment just might be imminent. And so we kicked around the idea is Oklahoma about to get a 2025 commitment before they get a 2024 commitment. And surely enough where there was smoke, there was fire, uh, Kevin Sperry, not waiting around. And again, we say, get on the bus or let the train leave the station without you. And uh, I think this is a case of Kevin Sperry sees a situation in Norman, Oklahoma, that he feels very, very comfortable with. A coaching staff uh, with Brent Venables, a offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach in Jeff Levy that he said, I don't want to miss this opportunity. And the, the match just seemingly felt right for all parties. And boom, an offer's there. Kevin Sperry says, yes, yes, yes. The kid just got his offer less than a week ago. I mean, we talked about it last week. I think it was Thursday that he got his offer and then crystal ball, crystal ball just happened within the hour and yeah, it wastes zero time. And Brandon drum has a great article uh, with thoughts from Kevin on why he's wasting no time in committing. I mean, again, we're just a little under two years out from national signing day for the 2025 class and he's getting on board early and that's going to do a lot for the Oklahoma Sooners, but Kevin, he talks specifically about the culture that Brent Venables is creating. Uh, he said, I think the difference was the culture that coach Venables has created there. Some people in the soul mission organization, they stopped me in the hallway and talked to me for a good 15 minutes. I was really a nobody then. And for them to show that genuine support, that just showed me how the people in the program work and who coach Venables is bringing in. So that was a big per- turning point there. This is back just when he camped with Oklahoma before he ever got an offer. And that's huge. I mean, it made all the difference. I mean, the, the sole mission, it's not like an on field, you know, coaching position, but it's going to show just how important and impactful that is for the program, the players that are there. And then also for prospects as they're coming through and just seeing what is possible at the university of Oklahoma. We talked about Kevin at length on our show last week, but the dude is just uber talented and it was only a matter of time before all the offers started rolling in and they have, but that Oklahoma one, it seemed to be the one that he was just waiting on. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm reading the quotes uh, from OU Insider from the, the story that Parker Thune wrote and the conversation seemingly that Brandon Drum had. And as some of the details you touched on there, you know, Kevin Sperry camped with Oklahoma last summer and was just waiting, waiting, waiting for an offer. And to, here's the quote from Sperry, quote, at the camp, I felt like we connected immediately there. That was my first time at Oklahoma. I felt something special there right off the bat, and we just continued the relationship. I knew they were going to offer sooner or later, so I'm just glad it worked out, end quote. So he's just waiting, man, just waiting. You, you show me the offer, and, and I'm going to commit. And, you know, for all of the – we'll see what happens with this recruitment, but – this doesn't strike me early, John, as someone that there's going to be a lot of waffling here. It seems like Kevin Sperry is very, very decided that Jeff Levy, that Oklahoma is the right spot for him. And so long as Jeff Levy is here at Oklahoma, I think Kevin Sperry is going to wind up at Oklahoma because as, as much as we see recruitments where it's topsy-turvy or it's undecided, this doesn't feel that way with Sperry. This feels like a young man that simply knows where he wants to be. Which is also really interesting given that Jackson Arnold is there. Michael Hawkins presumably is going to be there. They got another crystal ball from Mike Roach, a Texas insider, favoring the Oklahoma Sooners to land Mike Hawkins. So the the amount of talent that's going to be in the quarterback room isn't at all dissuading him. Sperry and Mike Hawkins were at camp together just this past weekend. So if there's any discussion about Oklahoma, any um, concern that maybe Mike Hawkins was going to be on the death chart, that doesn't seem to be phasing him one bit to have a room with the, the number of talented arms that Oklahoma is going to have in the quarterback room. It's strictly about fit. He believes that Oklahoma is the best fit for him, regardless of what the quarterback situation is going to look like. You know, no promises of playing time. None of that. It's you invited me in the boat. I want to be in the boat. Let's get in the boat together and see where this ship goes. It's it's awesome to see. And, and we talked about fit. I mean, Jeff Levy's offense is a really great fit for him. He moves well. He throws well on the run. He runs well. He's like he seems very mature. Uh, for for a sophomore as a running quarterback, just the ability to to take on hits, bounce off of them. He's very agile. He's able to move laterally very well and and make people miss. But he's also physical and unafraid of contact as well. Uh, just does everything well. He's got some room for development in certain areas of his game. But what sophomore in high school doesn't? So given what he's got that he's working with right now as a varsity quarterback, as just a sophomore, there's no telling where he heads and what trajectory his uh, recruit or not recruitment, his prospects have, because I mean, I've mentioned it. He's a four-star easily. That's like the the floor, but he looks more like a five-star quarterback in the making right now. Yeah. You and I both love the pieces of potential that we've seen from his tape, the, you know, ability with the arm, He's got the off-platform ability is pretty obvious when you watch the tape too. At times, I think, until that gets mechanically totally tightened up, that's going to at times maybe frighten you a little bit because he, he seems like just from even the glimpses of watching his tape that he's going to take a chance or two on an off-platform uh, throw, and he's capable of making those throws. So he's going to make those throws. But the feet, uh, 
he's probably he shouldn't be if uh, you spend enough time watching him. But I think for opponents, he might be deceptively quick uh, to to some opponents. But man, he can really throw it. He can really run it. And uh, this is a great pickup. It's a great way to start the 2025 class. Huge news for Oklahoma that they they've got a pledge in 25. And we'll see if now. I don't know. I mean, does this maybe spark up some of the dominoes in 24 to say, look, here's a 25 kid that's already got his mind made up and maybe uh, a Hawkins or somebody else in 24 says, you know what? Why am I waiting around? It, it certainly will, will influence some. And given that he, you know, trains and plays seven on seven with C4 uh, down in Southeast Oklahoma, a place where Zadavian Sims trains and a number of other Oklahoma targets, who knows what kind of influence that could have on some of those guys as well. I mean, this is a dude that, I mean, the quarterback is the most influential position on the field, whatever level you're at high school, college, NFL, doesn't matter. This kid gets in the boat early. Who knows what it's going to do? What kind of domino effect it could create just even for the 2024 class, even though he's not a part of that recruiting cycle, they, these 2024 prospects see a talented kid jumping in, committing, talking the way he's talking about the program. And, you know, a Bryant Wesco, an Aaron Flowers, a Mike Hawkins, a David Stone. All these guys could just decide, uh, Williams Duenary, they could just decide, all right, I'm ready to go too. Let's go. Let's get in the boat together and let's see where this ship takes us. Because the 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 crystal balls, the predictions, they've just been coming in in a flurry for guys like Nuaneri, for Bryant Wesco, for Aaron Flowers, for Xavier Robinson. There's, I mean, David Stone's been heavily predicted to come to Oklahoma at you know, several times throughout this process. So there's no telling when that first 2024 prospect could commit, but it, it could be any time now and it could create an avalanche of commitments that follows. Uh, it, it's, it's going to be an exciting time over the next few months as Oklahoma begins to like get some, I don't know, fruit for the labors, I guess is the best way to, to put it. You know, they've been put in the work. Now we're going to start seeing the, the blossoms and, and the fruit buds on those trees uh, for the 2024 cycle. This has zero impact on Michael Hawkins, in my opinion. Yeah, I wouldn't think I wouldn't think it would either. And, you know, a lot of these quarterbacks. They think that they're capable of coming in and winning a job away from Jackson Arnold before them. So probably they shouldn't be too worried about a Kevin Sperry behind them uh, while they're making their decision. Fascinating, though. You, you know, one of the the other tentacles to this and you touched on it a little bit. But one of the things I think you're going to see pick up some momentum just based on Kevin Sperry's comments is the impact of the sole mission for Oklahoma. I mean, for him to be that open and talk about how he really wasn't on anybody's radar, but he comes to a camp and the folks from the sole mission talked to him and approached him and treated him as seriously as they did and with the type of priority that they did. This is, man, it's a big win on that front for Oklahoma just uh, not that they needed it. I mean, I think everybody understands the value of soul mission, but uh, for maybe any detractor out there that would say, okay, well, what, what is really the point of these resources that you're allocating here or the time that you're spending on soul mission? This, this is a big feather in that cap for Oklahoma. When you've got somebody that's your, you know, first commitment in the 2025 class speaking that glowingly about that piece of the puzzle 
for Oklahoma. And again, whether or not this does create some dominoes for 2024, it could certainly very quickly create some dominoes for 2025 and really, really give Oklahoma some early, early momentum in that 25 class. Crazy. We, we joked about it, and yet now it's a reality. You've got a 2025 commit before a 2024 commit. And the dominoes will start falling at some point. And we'll be here to cover all of that here on the Locked On Sooners podcast. Again, Locked On Sooners available for you wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Make sure you follow Josh on Twitter at Josh on Ref. You can follow me on Twitter at John Nine Williams. You can hear him Monday through Friday from 9 to noon on 94.7 The Ref in Norman. You can read my work covering the Sooners over at thesoonerswire.com. We'll have more to say about this throughout the rest of the week. We'll Try to get some analysts on to, to break it down and, and talk about what it means for the Oklahoma Sooners moving forward. Uh, but until not, next time, he's Josh Helmer. I'm John Williams. We'll talk to you then. Boomer Sooner.